What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Game Pass in Review. My name is Kevin, aka The Muffin Mon, and this is Project X Talk. Today, we're taking a look at Trek to Yomi. This much-anticipated indie game from Devolver Digital hit the service last week. I've beaten the game, and I want to let you know whether it's worth your time. Also, we are giving away a copy of Trek to Yomi on any platform that you desire. All you have to do is tweet at us showing you've subscribed to the YouTube channel or left us an Apple review. Head on over to at Project X Talk on Twitter for that giveaway. But without further ado, let's talk about Trek to Yomi. Trek to Yomi puts you into the role of a samurai named Hiroki, an orphaned boy who sees his master struck down in front of him as a child, and this begins a lifelong journey to protect his people with his sword skills. Instantly, you will notice that the entire game is in black and white, and all of the voice acting is in Japanese. This is an amazing choice, and, and instantly gives you the feeling of watching old samurai movies. The stylistic choice works wholeheartedly, in my opinion, and I think it's so beautiful. What I didn't expect when diving into Trek to Yomi, however, was that this isn't just a side-scrolling hack-and-slash game. All the marketing had me convinced that this was just you walking side to side, hacking up opponents with a sword, and I was in for that. But this game actually loves switching between a 2D and 3D perspective. The side-scrolling aspects only come into play during combat sequences. Otherwise, you're going to have a 3D or 2.5D environment to navigate. You'll be moving away from the screen, down hallways, looking for hidden areas, and much more. This is a real surprise and actually made the game more appealing to me. Speaking of hidden areas, there's tons of hidden locations throughout the game's seven chapters, and in these areas, you're going to find a ton of collectibles. Each chapter is going to have a certain number of collectibles to collect that will provide you more lore for the entire world. Along with these collectible objects, the areas often provide you with health or stamina upgrades to improve your characteristics. The story of the game is hard to discuss without spoiling, as it's a very short game, uh, coming in roughly four to five hours, depending on what difficulty you play in and how fast you go. The game doesn't overstay its welcome, but it is very short. The basic plot of the game is that Hiroki, after witnessing his master's death, sets out to protect his people and the woman he loves from groups of bandits. Along the way, your story is going to be filled with a few twists and lots of death. The game does not shy away from killing characters or showing brutality. The game also adds a supernatural element in the later chapters, which was surprising and unexpected, but I think ultimately works in the context of this game. I really enjoyed the story of the game, and one element that surprised me was that along the way, you're going to be given different choices. These choices will affect the ending that you get, and while they don't ultimately change what you're going to do throughout the game, like who you fight, it does significantly impact your ending and how the story plays out. The three paths you're going to have to choose from are love, duty, and fury. And I'm not going to spoil what each means. It's pretty obvious if as long as you play the game, um, even a little bit, you're going to understand why you have to make these decisions. But I thought this was a neat twist that adds some replayability. Now, let's talk about the most divisive part of this game, and that is the combat. This was my major concern going into the game, and after seeing coverage, I was worried the combat would feel clunky or it would feel bad, and unfortunately, to a certain extent, that's kind of true. The vast majority of combat involves you waiting for an opponent to attack, then you parry and counterattack. The parry, however, 
can feel a bit unresponsive. When it does work, it's awesome. And there's tons of combos that you learn and you can perform throughout the game. Um, but you'll probably find yourself using the same combo over and over again. It really doesn't require much thought. Sometimes you have to roll to dodge an attack instead of parry or flip, uh, flip yourself around. Because in this game, enemies can come from both sides of you, and you actually have to change your stance with the A button or X button, depending on what platform you're playing on, to go side to side and counter the appropriate side's attack. It's a very interesting, little confusing at first mechanic, but ultimately not something that took away from my experience. But I do understand people's gripes with the combat. Now, some enemies die easier than others, obviously. that's a It's a video game. Uh, but some will actually enter a stunned state. And once they're in the stunned state, you can actually do a pretty graphic finishing move on them. It usually involves either stabbing them or cutting off their head in some way. It looks awesome. Really, really cool. Apart from the sword, you're going to be given multitude of classic Japanese-style weapons to fight your opponents with. You'll be given three ranged weapons. These include the bow shuriken, a bow and arrow, and a rifle called the azutsu. This will be necessary in certain situations where the bow and arrow can be used to shoot enemies riding horses, while the azutsu might be beneficial if multiple enemies are walking in a line, as this rifle can go through multiple enemies. While the combat is simple in Tractoyomi, I think due to the length of the game, it never really bothered me. I never felt annoyed or frustrated during a combat situation. Uh, I think the game is beautiful, so most of the time I was really focused on that. It's visually stunning with some of the camera angles you're given and the imagery you're shown on screen. It just, I can't get over how gorgeous this game is, especially for an indie game. Ultimately, I really liked Trek to Yomi. It surprised me in good ways, and despite its faults, the combat... I think it was a worthwhile experience, especially if you have Game Pass. The story, visuals, and length of the game make this an easy recommendation for me, but let me know your thoughts down below. Make sure to enter our giveaway for the game and hit the subscribe button as we're closing in on a thousand subscribers. We need all the support we can get. We're almost halfway there. Anyway, I've been Kevin for Project X Talk. You can follow me at the Muffin Mount on Twitter. It's a 1 and 7 I and an O and 7 A. Make sure to head over to Project X Talk. Check out all our latest videos and our giveaway. But until next time, goodbye, guys.